coming. You've got mail. Hey everyone, welcome to Tech Stream. I'm Seth Everett along with Shelly Palmer, the two of us who are verified on Twitter <laughs> for now. Welcome, <laughs> Shelly. How are you? Oh my goodness. Yes, I now that there's new ownership, it is entirely possible that all of the Seth Everett tweets and all the Shelly Palmer tweets will just go away. I mean, we, we could be exercised. All right. Now, while I have everybody's attention, we are offering a TechStream POAP. What's a POAP? It's a proof of attendance protocol token. It proves you are listening to TechStream. It's really easy to get. You go to ShellyPalmer.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y-P-A-L-M-E-R.com slash POAP, P-O-A-P for proof of attendance protocol token. POAP, P-O-A-P, ShellyPalmer.com slash POAP. There you will enter in your email address and your name. If you'd like us to know your name, we'd like to know your name. And you'll just write the words text stream and the date you listen to the show and you will receive an email and that email will have in it a link. You can either use your email address or your Ethereum compatible wallet to mint your POAP. And if you collect five of them, you will be entitled to come to Shelly Palmer events at CES by invitation only. Uh, Mobile World Congress, South by Southwest, all of the big trade shows. We're going to drag Seth Everett along so that you can hang out with both of us at these events. Uh, we have super secret handshake dinners. There are meet and greets for some of the best tech companies in the world. And if you collect five TechStream POAPs or Shelly Palmer POAPs, uh, because you can also get those by coming to my events and keynotes and various things, you will be entitled to get into the inner circle, if you will. So if you think about it and you're listening to TechStream, it's ShellyPalmer.com slash POAP, and you type your email address and your, and just text stream and the date you're listening, and everything else will take care of itself. And Seth and I would, can't wait to have you inside the inner circle. So that's our that's our you know thing. You see, that sounds great. I'm signing up right now, and now we go from something cool to something very strange. We knew it was coming, mm -hmm. and it still hit us like a blindside. Uh, Elon Musk uh, officially purchased Twitter and, you know, the threat of 75% of their workforce being laid off uh, is very real. At the time mm -hmm. of this recording, the CEO, the CFO, uh, all the top management are out. Yes. Um, and it looks the same. Uh, a lot of insiders, and I use the air quotes for that, uh, say that it's going to look very different. Uh, the interface may change, things like that. I know everybody in the free speech world are uh, obsessed with, you know, our suspended accounts going to get reactivated. And I just I, I just want to ask you as my co-host, but also my friend, is this something we need to be on? Like, is, is Twitter still a thing? Is, is, is this a big deal? Let's break it down. October 27th, 2022, 11.49 p.m. At Elon Musk tweets, the bird is freed. I think he meant to say the bird is fried, but I he just wrote the bird is freed. Maybe it was autocorrect. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he's. Well, you can't edit a tweet yet. No. Well, yeah. I bet he wishes he <laughs> I did. don't know. Does he have special privileges or is he spending his five bucks a month for Twitter Blue? We we don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> but um, maybe he doesn't have the five bucks. They say he doesn't carry cash. Look. $44 billion for Twitter, substantial amount of that is his own money. Uh, he raised the other night $13 billion in debt financing. I'm sure he got a little more than that. 
the end of the day, he's going to have to sell some stock or do something to come up with the rest of the money because $44 billion was the tow. Uh, he did that through PayPal, this, right? <laughs> as of this morning, uh, several of my friends were fired, and they were fired in a way, Seth, that you and I wish we were fired. He may be out $44 billion. The executive team that he fired was up $88 million in wow. in in golden handcuff payments, transfer of control payments. You're fired on transfer of control. Uh, it, it's all, I mean, it's all public information. There's nothing here that we're sure. saying that's insider info in any way. Uh, but you knew uh, all the people who were behind Twitter. Like you, you, you work. Yeah. They're clients, full disclosure and great people. And I, I'm not going to mention any names here, but, but the they're still great people, even though they don't work for Twitter. anymore. They're great people, no matter where they work. And, and none of them are, we're not having a telethon like dial 1-800 save the former Twitter execs to, you know, to help these people out They They all walked out of there with more money than they will need in their lifetimes, but that's not the point. Social media has a serious set of problems, all social media, not just Twitter. And you asked, I think the best question, the most important question is Twitter still relevant or is it important? Elon Musk says that this is a, a digital global town hall and in his mind, and he has gone far and wide talking about the way he wants to see Twitter be moderated. There's only two possibilities. He hasn't spent any time thinking about the problem or he has. Yeah, but you don't believe that. I don't know what to believe because if you want to be advertiser supported, if you're expecting an advertiser to buy space content adjacent to tweets so that they can bask in the halo of the audience, the influencers, and the content as it unfolds via algorithmic decisions, then you have to do everything you can to provide brand safety to the brands that spend the most money right? who will benefit most from the content adjacency. This includes getting rid of, in no particular order, hate speech, bullying, AI bias that puts the wrong message in front of the wrong person at the wrong place at the wrong time. Social media addiction itself. All of the bullying that has been going on, although less on Twitter because it's less of a it's less used by teenagers and more used by uh, grownups. And this is the part that I find fascinating. He says he could do with 75 percent less staff. You, you mentioned that in the opening. Probably could. Twitter as a product has not substantially evolved in years. The biggest change to Twitter was going from 140 to 280 characters yeah, yeah. and the paid version of Twitter blue, which entitles you to some nonsense. I pay the $5 a month. I question every time I see the bill, why I'm paying $5 a month for Twitter blue. I've been verified forever. So it's not, that's not my issue. I can't grow my Twitter following at Shelly Palmer. No matter what I do, I, had before the great purge of about five years ago, before they got a handle on, on whatever they think they got a handle on, I had 220,000 followers. Today, I have something around 41,000. And no matter what I do, it'll go up 500, then it'll go down 600, then it'll go up one, then it'll go down three, then it'll go up 12 on any given, like depending on if I go do a big speech somewhere, I'll get 400 new followers. And then three weeks later, I'll lose 600. And then two weeks later, magically i'll go on tv and i'll get two thousand more and then i'll lose 75 the next morning it's like 75 people overnight decided like i have no idea i don't know how they're uh, well the only thing i wonder because i that happens to me too i'm less than you but i was up to 
I think about 22,000 and now I'm down to 15,000. It's and, I, there's no way to make sense of it. No, but there's no way. The, the only thing I knew that was substantial is during COVID when I tweeted that I didn't think college football should happen. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was against it. I, I, I thought these kids weren't getting paid. They were being sacrificial lambs. You know, their yeah, scholarships yeah. Oh, were based remember. on it. And I lost, I, I could tell I lost about a thousand followers that day. Um, but what I wonder is, I don't think it's 75 people. You say you lose 75 people on a morning. I think it's 75 people deleting their accounts, not unfollowing. you. It's possible. Look, you know, the thing is, Seth, it, it almost doesn't matter because what Twitter is, is very different from any other social media platform. And I think there's an important distinction on TikTok. You have a following that following interacts with you in comments. It's a single scroll on Facebook. You've got a newsfeed on LinkedIn. They actually discourage nonsense as much as they can. And they reward you for doing general business information that people yep. would benefit from. And they penalize you pretty heavily for, for doing Facebooky stuff on LinkedIn. The algorithm is sort of tuned that way. Twitter, yeah, but like when you promote podcasts, they do, but Twitter is, for all intents and purposes, a broadcast medium. It's one to many. By definition, every tweet is out of context. You see a tweet that says, "Yeah, I agree." I, I agree. always, I, I always see that. And I agree I, with what? There are Twitter f accounts that I follow, and they'll be like, "I can't believe that just happened." And all right. I want to write is, "What just what, happened? what just happened?" Right. And so, it is a one to many broadcast medium that some people it started as communities and to this day to this moment my coding community my engineering community my audio engineering community my video editing community are all still on twitter and when it's almost used like slack it's that i mean it literally is is almost as valuable yeah. as slack to those small communities that I am that where I'm I have lists and I'm following certain people who are solving problems or talking about things that interest me inside the context of certain areas that I am really, really passionate about or just have need for the information. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, Twitter's about marketers and brands and celebrities going one to many. That's what it is. It's a one to many medium. It, yeah, people comment back. No minds are ever changed on Twitter. You're not changing someone's mind in, in 280 characters of text ever. What you're doing is you are gauging popularity. And when you look at the way you would measure Twitter from an advertiser's perspective or from anybody's perspective who's trying to understand the efficacy of a tweet, you're looking at volume and velocity of what, you know, what what virality happens and what's the volume and velocity of that virality. And then you can tell if the topic is popular. And the thing is, the mythology there and why I don't care that I only have 41,000 some odd Twitter followers uh, is that most businesses, mine included, do not benefit from tonnage. You get some celebrity street cred for having a million followers. Oh, he's got a million followers. I, and that makes you famous. But it, and so that may drive your business. But generally, you don't have a million people that are going to be able, unless you are a consumer packaged goods brand or that you're a mass marketed brand. But for a small company like ours, which is based on knowledge work and consulting, we're only interested in, in a few hundred to a few thousand people that have the potential to benefit from the knowledge transfer and also 
uh, join our community as potential clients and or contributors to the things we need to know about. So quality of your following in our world is so much more important than quantity, which is why I never really care about the quantity numbers. Whereas on LinkedIn, I think I have like 413,000 followers on LinkedIn. Though I, I'm never talking to those people. That's not, I'm talking at them on, on LinkedIn. But and let on me Twitter, ask you a question. I talk to my, my, you know, my followers generally. But young people who are going into the workforce, um, their followings are on their resumes. Yeah. If you have 5,000 followers on Instagram, you're putting that on a resume. Like you're, you're, you're making sure a potential employer knows that. And if there are two candidates that have the same skill set and one of them has a social media following, that person's getting the job. Yes. That's the world we live in right now. That's insane. I'm not saying, no, I'm not, look, I'm not saying we're not measured by, by that, but here's the, here's the part about that. That's what, what I'm saying is young, people who are listening to this don't think that your Twitter following is useless. Think of it as something that can help you in, if you want but it. Seth, to. here's the thing. And I, look, this is, this is a debatable topic and it should be debated. You know, I put out a daily newsletter I've been doing so since 1996, I think. That's when I started it. It might have even been earlier than For that. Real? Yeah. Wow. I, Daily Newsletter's at least 1996. Started with 40, 40 people on an email list. There are over 600,000 on the email list this morning. It's daily. It's free. It's seven days a week. Um, it's news items and a rant during the day. I'm always uh, impressed you get up super early to weekdays. write Weekdays. Yeah, I write it. Sometimes I write it at night and schedule it, but I usually write it in the morning. And then... And then Saturdays, it's a roundup of the week's most interesting stories in Web3 and technology. And then Sundays, I write a thought leadership piece. I've been doing this for a very, very long time. And the email list now grows at a steady, but what I consider slow rate. We maybe are growing that email list by a few hundred people on any given day. And considering the size of the email list, it should grow much, much much faster. You know how you get it to grow faster? You do clickbait. You do sensationalist headlines. You do all the things I won't do. But why won't I do them? I'm good at it. I, if I want, if I if I want, and 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 the way I would do it is I would do it with not only clickbait headlines, but then the goal would be to to drive those people to do something. So a headline like the bird is freed only the most only the most in the know people are going to realize that that's about twitter and they're just going to open it as they open it if i wanted everyone on my email list to open my email this morning i would write an email headline like six ways to bounce a quarter off kim kardashian's butt <laughs> and everybody's going to open this everybody's going to open it Thing is, I am not the world's foremost authority on the ways you might bounce a quarter off that young lady's derriere. And so there's no reason for them to subscribe to more or that everyone will see it. It'll go viral, but it won't help me. The people that I get are looking for celebrity gossip news, and that's not what I provide at a daily no, 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 no. basis. So I, I don't want them. I know, but you went there. So I got to tell you about the tweet I did last week. Go ahead. On a bet. This is what I wrote. Yeah. On a bet. I couldn't name one Kanye West song. Can you actually name one Kanye West song? I couldn't. I can't. It didn't take so. It, it gun to my head. It, you know, I, I didn't want to write that because of all the I'm anti Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but could if you if you pinned me against the wall and said name a Kanye West song, I couldn't do it. 
So then I wrote, never wanted to, never gave a crap. And now, as a proud Jewish person, the guy can simply disappear. Yes. I said, call it cancel culture. I could care less. All I ever knew about that clown was he was married to that lady with the porn tape. (laughs) We've seen her best work, as they like to say. Seen her best work. (laughs) We've seen her best work. My point is, if you want to use clickbait to bait a click and you don't deliver on the promise and it's not the promise you regularly deliver on, you don't get a benefit in any way. And so when you say on my resume will go my Instagram followers or my Twitter followers, if your goal is to amass the largest number of followers, that is a different goal than driving your business forward. Like that you really need to have an outcome. And my goal has always been to drive my business forward, not to have the most number of followers. If you are a celebrity your goal is to have the highest number of followers. If your job is being in front of people, if your fame is what you're famous for, then you have to have the highest number of followers. Twitter's a pretty decent tool for that. And so I don't think it's going away. I don't think it's, I don't think you can hurt it very much. What I was starting to say when we, we started this uh, is that I'm not either Elon has deeply thought through the content moderation issues or he hasn't and just believes that. Uh, superficially that he knows how to solve them if even as the richest man in the world and uh, clearly one of the smartest if he's the richest uh, although i'm not sure those two things necessarily equate in this case he's a pretty smart guy and he's a very rich man so let's give some credit and kudos where credit and kudos are due neither seth everett nor shelly palmer is in a position to give elon musk any advice in any way for anything but of the two conditions thought it all the way through hasn't really thought about it because he believes he can solve it. I can tell you this is not a problem that can be solved. It's not a solvable problem. It is an insoluble, intractable problem. You cannot moderate Twitter in any meaningful way better than they are doing it, or they would because the shareholders, it would have been accretive to the shareholders to do it. If Parag Agarwal, who is an AI genius, you have to understand the former CEO of Twitter, knows AI deeply. I mean, really is good oh, at how it. How fast does TikTok hire him? I I don't know. He's right now, he's got enough money where he is, if he never worked again right. in his <laughs> life, except on, on things that were good for humanity, A, he wouldn't need a penny and he did just fine. But uh, people need to understand, aside from Prague being an incredibly nice human being and a good leader, he is an AI expert, like real expert. And he understands exactly what the problems are with language parsing. He understands exactly where the state of the art is in artificial intelligence and what can and cannot be expected out of algorithmic tools. There are people who are obviously more skilled at creation of algorithms. There are people who are better data scientists, but there aren't people who understand the problem set much better than Parag understands the problem set. And so If it were able to be solved in any way that was simple, superficial, it would already be done. And you know how it won't be done? Cutting 75% of the staff. That's probably not going to have it happen either. Now, Twitter has not improved their product worth a damn over the years. That's a big criticism everybody has of the the company. It is. And other social media platforms have. Yeah, they all get better every day. Every day. The, product, the products are better. The, look, the content moderation problem just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And by the way, we talked about generative AI and AI generators and the text to image and text to video generators. Life's about to get really hard for everyone 
the human beings to try and figure it out. It's like, I'll know it when I see it. No, you probably won't. You're going to see it. And then you're gonna have to go check out whether it's true or not. That's where we're going. So it's only going to get worse. So if Elon believes that, that opening up or widening or, or lessening the, the policies of Twitter is going to help with, you know, making things better. I, I don't know that that's true. Um, we have some places like that on the internet. There are some sites there are, you know, 4chan and 8chan experiments uh, in, in the world. Some of the subreddits that are just really cesspools uh, and reddits tried to, to clean that up as best they can. Anarchistic, quote, free speech sites turn in almost instantly to misogynistic, uh, hate-filled, uh, just, just messes of places where it, uh, it may be okay. That may be what the people who created those sites are looking for advertisers won't go there at least not mainstream advertisers with real money with real schedules where they're trying to uh, bask in the halo of content you're not basking in the halo of bullying or hate speech or misinformation or fake news or alternative facts or any of that so it's going to be very interesting to see what Elon does. I am not going to speculate. I'm not going to say like everybody's trying to say, well, he's going to do this. I don't know what the hell he's going to do. Nobody does. Well, I do, do you know the scope and size of the problem. But do you think suspended uh, accounts get reinstated? Oh, man, I hope not. But I, I, I have no way of knowing. He's He's threatened it. And he's a man who seems to change his mind the way that he changes his clothes. So I don't know that he's yeah, going to... When, when it gets when it gets down to it, the big question is, is Donald Trump coming back or some of the hardcore right wingers coming back or some of the hate speech people coming back? Those are the big questions. And it becomes instantly political and has very little to do with, you know, good, bad, indifferent life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. And it immediately turns into this, uh, you know, terribly politicized, terribly politicized. Well, that's uh, why it's in the headlines. Yeah. Yeah. And look, you That's know, right, it's news because every other day people aren't waking up to say what's, you know, NBC's not going or, or Fox or any of these networks aren't going, hey, what's on Twitter today? Yeah, I think that's right, Seth. And look, at the end of the day, neither you nor I nor any of our listeners can have any impact on what's about to happen to Twitter at all. Nothing, none. All we can do is watch and decide if it's something we still want to be a part of, if you ever wanted to be a part of it. Most people, it's amazing how little Twitter has grown over the years. There are not so, they don't really add a lot of followers. Mostly there are bots that, uh, you know, I, I get followed every day by people that have one or two or no followers who are then they're following 12 or 13 people. It's a picture and a name and an account with a lot of numbers and letters. And if you look at the the real ad account, uh, clearly that's a bot, clearly. And and at least at least five to 10 a day. And we immediately, you know, report them as bots and all that and, and block them. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. That's the number of actual real people, real verified people out there that matter. De minimisly small. Twitter fights above its weight because people use it as a broadcast tool. They will announce things on Twitter. I've seen editors tell reporters, tweet before you write. Yeah, yeah, they're testing the waters that I've way. I've said that as on, on this podcast before. I, I I've, I've was witnessing, I've been in press boxes where 
people get information, you know, a, a coach retires or a player gets thrown out of a game or whatever, whatever the sport, whatever the situation and people ran. And the first thing they did was tweet. Mm-hmm. And then they open up their browser to start typing the article. Yeah. And it, it, so if you follow these people on Twitter, you get the news first. Yeah. But by hours. Yes, absolutely. Look, Seth, I've written a lot about Twitter over the years. And I've said on more than one occasion, if Twitter didn't exist, you'd have to invent it. It's a wonderful way. If you are feet on the street and you see something to get that word out, will it go viral? If it's an important enough thing, it will. Does that make you somebody or something? No, but it does allow the world to get uh, firsthand accounts of certain things. It's less important now that things like Facebook Live exist, that TikTok Live exists. It used to be the only way right? If you think about it, it was the only way to get the word out. If you saw, a, a, if you happened to buy a car crash or a, a big fire or, or some event that you were at, or there was a gathering, there were also early on, there were Twitter mobs. Remember the Arab spring? Remember like there, there it was a way to organize uh, people to, to do amazing political things. So if Twitter didn't exist, you'd have to invent it. There, there, there are great things about Twitter. But we have to always balance that with the insane abuse of the platform. I don't want to get super political here, but I am going to just talk a little bit about hate speech for one second. You go into Google Translate and you type the words how to kill a Jew and you ask for Google to give it to you in Arabic. Cut and paste how to kill a Jew in Arabic into Twitter. You're going to get instruction manuals. You won't understand the words. They're in Arabic. But the graphics, you'll understand the graphics how that's allowed on Twitter. And if you report it to Twitter, they'll take it down. They're right. very good about it. Very good about it. But you have to report it. And then they'll take it down. It's that kind of, of nonsense and that kind of terror, if you will, that that is the dark side of the exact same coin that allows you to organize a group of people and go protest something legitimately and then use the ballot box as the way you want to affect change. You, The tool can be used for both things. And I don't want to blame the technology ever, given a choice. I mean, you atom bombs are only for one thing, destroying cities. So you can blame that technology as not a good technology. That's a technology, the specific bomb itself is just for killing people. And you could look at a lot of technologies and say, wow, this is just for doing harm. It's not for defense. It's just it's an offensive weapon made for doing harm and nothing good is going to come here. Twitter's not like that. Twitter is a tool that was invented with the best intentions, basically as an extension of text messaging. And it's evolved into this. And now it has a new owner who's got some very grandiose ideas about how he might make it better. Would we consider his definition of better better? That's one discussion. The other discussion is, can he even do it? Well, we've got the richest man in the world with unlimited resources about to show us whether we know something or we don't. That's what we got. It's wild. And it's a it's a it's something to to keep an eye on, because whether it's important to you or not, it's important to somebody and it's going somewhere where it is. We'll just keep an eye on it. Don't forget your ShellyPalmer.com slash POAP. ShellyPalmer.com slash POAP gets you your official text stream POAP for this week. You'll put in the date. You put in the name and you will get your Shelly Palmer POAP, which is really a Seth Everett and Shelly Palmer text stream POAP. It entitles you to all kinds of good perks. Don't forget. And then you can tweet about it. We'll see you next week. Yeah.